everyone, how are you today? I am uh, John and this is Three Questions and I have Gene Volpe with GVI Media here with What's us. Up, John? How's it going? Good, uh, good, man. How are you? I'm sitting in my basement in my office uh, during this crazy time and uh, but things are going well. Can't complain. Yeah, that's good. That's good. My office is uh, the dining room table today. So <laughs> listen, you got to do what you got to do. It's all, it's all about keeping moving forward, right? I agree. I agree. So I have three questions for you. Uh, let's just get started. So cool. What is the biggest hurdle that you see that, that hopeful podcasters have before they're up and running? That's simple. Uh, getting in your own way. Getting so I think, I think that people, and I'm a, I'm a little bit like this, but I think people needed to be perfect in order for it to go out, you know, and, and I'm, I'm finding this goes with video. This goes with podcasting. This goes with, you know, any kind of digital content you have. You tend to hold your process up because you need everything to be just right. Right. Yeah. And let, you know, I go back, there's, you know, Tim Ferriss has a podcast. Joe Rogan has a podcast. Any of these real familiar podcasts that you guys have heard or that you've heard in the past and that you listen to go back and listen to the first 10 episodes. They were terrible, terrible. The sound quality sucked. They were terrible. It's only after they realized that there was there was a point to it and people were listening that they got really, really, you know, Joe's got a thousand dollar mic. You know yeah. what I mean? He's got this mic I'm on. Uh, if you're going to edit this, if you, it, you'd have to do very little work to get the sound out of this microphone. This is an audio technique at uh, ATR 2100. It's like 60 bucks. Mm -hmm. So you can use your internal microphone on your laptop. I, I sometimes will plug in my headphones into my phone and I have an audio recorder that's on it, and there's different settings. You can change the settings on that. It produces an MP3 for you, and then you can push that sucker out, man. And that just get started is the trick, and you'll find your way. Everybody, everybody, I think, overthinks how difficult it is and how perfect it has to be, and they basically just hold up the process. And you know what I'll do it later means, right? Yeah, never. Exactly. You never get to it. So just get out of your own way is my advice yeah. for that one. Yeah. And Hey, I can totally relate. So I interviewed, uh, you know, I, I interviewed someone at a, at a larger company, um, earlier this year and I've been in my own way about getting it pushed out. Right. Same form, similar format to this. And, um, you know, I used this opportunity of time in front of us to actually just be like, Hey, let's just go and fail forward on this. So, it's great. And you know what, you're always going to fail forward because I'll tell you, I've been doing over the last couple of days, this will be day seven. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing these couple minute live stream videos. I don't know if you've seen any of them, but I'm calling them the coronavirus diaries. <laughs> and it's basically just, it's, it's been as quick as a minute and a half. And I think yesterday was about seven minutes long. And it's just me going live at any random time. I'm not announcing it. And then I go through this whole thing where basically what's happening is I'll, I'll take a thought of the day. So yesterday, two days ago, we ordered sandwiches from this shop around that's not around my, my house. The owner of the shop said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to expand our delivery zone to anywhere outside of where we usually drive to. It's in Aston. We're in Westchester. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, 15 miles, right? So typically you call somewhere and they're like, you're not within our five mile radius. We're not going to deliver. So this, the owner of this sandwich shop said, went online and basically said, look, if I was to, if I was to expand our delivery zone anywhere, would you people be willing to pay the driver a $10 tip charge that would go straight to the driver, not to us. So he didn't take any more money out of his pocket and the drivers all now are incentivized. You know, I gave the guy a $23 tip. He came out to see me. That's a decent ride. It was probably a 15, 20 minute ride for him. You know, you do three of those in an hour, dude, you're rolling, right? Yeah. So 
So these guys came out. So yesterday, that was what I talked about. And what I'm finding is people are tuning in all the time. They're getting crazy responses and engagement. The videos are. I'm getting people to reach out to me for different things, not necessarily business related, but relationship and engagement things. I'm helping people with stuff. People are going to help me with creating shirts and then donating the proceeds to charity. Like all these things are coming out from a minute and a half to three minutes that I'm doing yeah. online and posting it. It's crazy. That's, that's good. So that's interesting then. So I have my second question was what tools are available that we're not aware of? Um, but I have a follow-up based off of what you just said. Uh, okay. Specifically, uh, specifically about how we're going to, uh, you know, how you would advise people to market and, and get in front of people. So second question, um, what tools, you know, whether they're hosting, recording, or editing are available? Anchor FM is a software that you can launch right from your phone. Yeah. And it connects to... Uh, to multiple podcast streams uh, or, or multiple podcast hostings. Um, I'm losing my words, but you get iTunes, iTunes, Google mm -hmm. play, Google podcast. So you basically record the podcast or your audio on your phone, right to anchor. And then anchor pushes it out to some of those sites. So you can basically do a podcast from your phone and mm -hmm. anchors free. You know, there's different things involved. Like there's cart there, yeah, cartoons, there's commercials that'll, that'll play during, you know, sort of like Pandora, you know, when you listen to Pandora yeah, yeah. and then every five, it's like that, but it's a free service, free software, and you can let people know you have a podcast out on iTunes. I mean, I think that's pretty cool and it's fairly easy to do. So Anchor, I think it's, I'll look while we're talking, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. called Anchor FM. Okay. So then I'll ask, so then my follow-up is, is, is much more of a, you know, it's a question for me too. How are you, how are you getting your messages, your videos out in front of a larger audience? By consistently doing things over and over. So mm -hmm. I gave you a little bit of some background for me, which mm -hmm. was what I've been doing over the last seven days with that video. Yeah. And so consistently I'm out there every single day at, on, on a minimum once with mm -hmm. a live stream, engaging people that come through, that are watching me live, the comment. And yesterday I had the family, we were cooking. We made chicken cutlets and, and pasta. And I, I let everybody tune in for 45 minutes live while we cooked. And we, there was over, I mean, right now it's up to about 300 comments. Jeez. And yeah, lot, tons of views. Um, it, go out and look at my profile and you'll see what I'm talking about. All, all the people that are involved, old family, friends, people that we used mm -hmm. to live next door to. But what it is, and again, so there's, let me, let me separate this. When you think traditional marketing, you think, hi, my name is Gene. I have a service to sell. Do you, can I help you, right? Or, yeah. hi, my name is John. I'm in real estate. What do you need to sell or buy, right? And, and I think we're, this is taking a shift into my marketing now is more, more about compassion. So I'm mm -hmm. online delivering a free service, some free information to people that maybe need an interruption. And they're probably going to remember me when, the, when times get better because of that. I think that's kind of the gist. And then when things open back up and they go, I need somebody to help me with my podcast. I need somebody to help with my marketing. You know, I was there with Gene the whole time. I think I'm going to go ahead and give him a buzz. And that's sort of how this is going to play out, I think, yeah. if you're doing the right stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Coming from a contribution as opposed to looking for, you know, having your hand out looking for money. 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So... I'll have to check Anchor out. My last question for you, 
So as a pro, what is your biggest critique when you listen to podcast? Oh man. Um, I think personality. Mm-hmm. So I just think there, uh, I've been doing this long enough and I think you can hear when I do a podcast, the conversation is a little bit smoother than even I was six months ago, but certainly a lot of people are. And I think if you treat the podcast, if let's, let's pretend you're going to have guests on, right. Or a co-host. Mm-hmm. If you treat that podcast like a normal conversation and you're a dynamic person with good information and maybe a little bit of sense of humor, I think you're going to go a lot further than you would if you were just a dry announcer that had somebody on, right? So I think for me, if I'm good, and what's weird is with podcasts, I feel like podcasts are extremely personal because a lot of times I'm listening to them in my headphones. Mm-hmm. And so it's very difficult to zone out that, that the sound of, of somebody's voice. So yeah. if you're constantly popping on the mic or swallowing hard in, in front of the mic, or there's just a weird sound to your voice and you're just sort of like you're very benign. Mm-hmm. That's, that's tough for me. I think you got to get, get comfortable with the, with the process and with the flow and then just open it up and pretend like sort of like doing video. Remember the first time you ever did a video it was mm-hmm. stuffy and yep. you, know, you felt oh, like yeah. people were watching and then now you do it and it's like you turn on the camera. If you can, if you can get out of your own way and realize that it's just the mic, it's not really a big deal. And we're just having a conversation. I think it'll flow a lot better than you being scared by the microphone. Yeah. Now that's a great point because this, uh, this whole media is, you know, it's personal, like you said, right? The reason I listen to Joe Rogan is mm-hmm. because it's Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. It's not filtered. You know, he is, you know, he, he's using all the language he uses regularly. He's asking the questions that he would ask these people if they were just at the bar. He's usually yep. drinking scotch, right? Which I can, which I'm a fan of. Yep. Um, that's yeah. So that that that's interesting. So show your personality more, and yeah, get, and get comfortable with the process. I think yeah. if, if you go back to the, like he's on episode 1500 because I'm a big Rogan fan too. Yeah, I love yeah. I love him. And um, but if you go back like the early hundreds, the first go back and pull a podcast up from him from all the way all the way all the way back. And listen to them together. Like listen to the new one and listen to the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And realize how far he's come in yeah. technical ability. His producer's gotten better. The equipment's gotten better. But more importantly, he's become an interviewer. Yeah. 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 It, that, that is, that's, that's interesting. So it's like a, uh, with, with Rogan, I love when he interviews like scientists. Yep. Those are usually my favorite podcasts because like he is asking these guys questions that I feel like, you know, just a regular person would be like when Neil Tyson, the grass is on, he's like, what, what, what does this mean? What does this mean? Which yep. I can appreciate. So. Well, you know what? You, you bring up a good point. When you are interviewing people, I, and I do this too, I think what Joe does well is he doesn't assume that his audience knows what Neil deGrasse Tyson means when he says something. Like, you know, like he'll say, you know, up amongst the stars. And Joe will say, what exactly do you mean when you say up amongst the stars? Where it sounds like to me and you, if we know what he's talking about, it sounds like a dumb question, but there's people out there that are like, I don't know what that acronym is. So I think Joe does a really nice job of slowing it down and saying, hey, I know what X, Y, and Z is, but some people might not. So before we go off on a tangent for the next hour about it, let's make sure that we, 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 handle the foundation first. Yeah. I think that's, again, he's, he's a better interviewer than he used to be. And that's part of that process. Yeah. Yeah. So Gene, I'm going to give you your time back to you before I do. Um, what are you listening to right now? 
what podcast should everyone else know about? Actually, uh, well, so obviously we talked about the Rogan one, right? Yeah. Um, you were, <clears throat> you and I were both a guest on Chris Swartz's Fuel. Yes. The Fuel podcast is a good one. I, I love listening to that. Real yes. short snippets. Um, I have, I guess the other one that I, I was listening to yesterday is called The King and the Sting. You ever hear that one? No, no. The King and the Sting is Theo Vaughn, uh, who's a comedian, a couple of his friends. But I picked that up because they just had one with uh, Eddie Bravo, Sam Tripoli, which is they're all a bunch of co crazy comedians that are all conspiracy theorists. And it was just an interesting episode because they jumped on to talk about the coronavirus. Right. So <clears throat> if you're if you're if you have sensitive ears, don't listen to it. But if you're OK <laughs> with with people being a little like idiots at a bar, like seven year olds at a bar, it's, it's nice. a great, you know, it's a great listen. No, I love, I love comedians and I love when they go off on their conspiracy tangents because they're usually pretty funny. So, all right, cool. So you mentioned Chris Swartz's uh, Fuel. That's, that's how we met. Um, how can everyone else meet you? How, you know, how can we find you? Uh, just head out. So two ways right now. You can head to my website, which is genevolpe.com. That's G-E-N-E-V-O-L-P-E.com. Or actually, if you're interested in checking those videos out, go to Facebook and search for hashtag challenge to lead and you'll see a bunch of my videos and then just hit the button notify me when gene goes live and you'll start to see some of those things i don't even know what i'm going to talk about today i would give you a heads up but i'm not even sure what's on the on the docket we're going to figure it out yeah i mean you know the news might might get some new news in an hour that that totally changes what you do or you know <laughs> so actually I, I was looking i i was looking and saying and i don't know what this is from but it says uh, New York restaurants stop offering takeout due to coronavirus crisis. That's going to be a big deal if that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, we can always make pasta, right? Oh, no, we're good. Uh, I got plenty of pasta. That's true. <laughs> All right, Gene. Hey, I mean, I appreciate your time this morning. And, um, you know, thanks for being a guest today. John, it was great being with you. Stay healthy, my man. You too. Thanks. Follow my head when my feet are Something only I do